welcome to another episode of the Not For Nothing podcast. So today we wanted to talk about something extremely important. Yep. Which is dragging out an intro. Yeah, we finally got an intro we've been waiting for. Like an intro we've been actually begging for. Like in a way that it made us feel like we were too gremlin-y to be introduced to society. And almost to the point where it's like someone has been built up in your mind so much that you almost question if they actually exist. And in this day and age, it's like, are they AI? Is the person lying about the person existing? Like, you remember those kids that would come back from summer camp and like at school be like, oh, like... I had a girlfriend yep, or boyfriend, over the summer. like X, Y, Z. Yeah, I had I a totally girlfriend. I totally have a person. They're just in a different state. Yeah, my girlfriend upstate, like in the summer that I see her. Yeah. So it's been kind of this like imaginary it situation. Uh, for a long time between, for us, it was our producer and his wife. And we didn't get that fateful intro until today. And we are so goddamn happy to say that she is real. Not only is she real, she's fucking awesome. She washes so cars. You. She does, but not like, not because she has to. No. Like her own. She washes her own car. Yeah. Yeah. We caught her at a a fragile time today. But it's sometimes that's what I'm saying. You just have to shoot your shot wherever you are. Yeah. Like literally Mark was like don't go please do not say hi to her she's washing the car and we were like all right we're gonna go say hi to her (laughs) great we're We're gonna go say hi so much okay now that Um, we know she's here we're we're walking out um could you uh, have imagined if she had been that close to us and we hadn't said hi to her like yeah there was a part of me that was thinking will i leave la without having met her yeah that's true and that's absolutely terrifying. Yeah. There's been other times where intros have been dragged out as well. And then, you know what sucks? When you have had, had an intro be dragged on for so long, you finally meet the person and they don't meet your expectations and they're below it. Are you saying that's what happened? No, not at all. It's the opposite <laughs> of what happened. I'm like, no. It's like No, for real, it's the opposite. But, like, I've had that happen where I'm just like, oh... This is the guy you're in love with that you want to marry? That's what's so weird. He's really so much fun. You are going to have a great life together. Yeah. And then the next time you hear from your friend is when uh, they organize a divorce party. Yep, exactly. (laughs) And you're like, exactly that. I'm glad we can start being friends again. Yep. Um... So I wanted to ask you a question Yeah. about, you know how people say like people can look like their dogs or their pets? Yeah. What do they say about people who look like their names? Or who act like their names. Or who act like their names. I think it could go both ways. We were talking about this. I feel like historically Natasha's have been like an intense name and it's like usually like Russian spy related Really? Yeah. And so I don't feel like I give off that vibe, but our other friend Natasha gives off like big assassin vibes. And she's so cool. And I feel like Natasha suits her better. I agree. I do think there could be a second. Oh, you agree? It doesn't suit me. That I don't think you give off assassin energy. Mm -hmm. No. Which (laughs) I mean, 
it depends what you're insulted by. Are you, do you want to be an assassin or no? Like kind of, it sounds like. Oh. I would like that notoriety. I also feel like there's a separate bookworm kind of Natasha. And I'm not saying that you're a bookworm, but I feel like you, you could fall into that category. Speaking of people who act like their name, <laughs> Sarah's are always mean. And I know mean. this because my sister's also a Sarah. Wait, what's mean about that? Me saying that there could be a bookworm generation of Natasha. There's also types of Sarah's. No, I don't know if they're one always- type. They're always intense. Yeah. Have you ever met a chill Sarah? <laughs> really? No. Okay, I don't wait. know many Sarahs. No, 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 no. Let's be clear. Sarahs with H. Wow. Are the good ones. Oh, wow. All right. Now you're going to, now yeah. she's backing up. <laughs> Sarah with no H. You can never trust a Sarah with no H. Agreed. I do agree. Um, Just kidding. No, not <laughs> love I'm, like, I'm like, Sarah Hussein has no H. And I trust her with my life. But she has an H like right after. That's so true. The H is built into it's one. Built if you into put the it into last one name. word, yeah. you sandwiched it together. She has the H she somewhere. Has the she's H. good. She's good. Wow. Because H represents stability. (laughs) (laughs) H is for homeostasis. (laughs) But also, like, just graphically, it's a very stable font letter. You know, I think my high school was shaped like a big H. Like, two long hallways and then a hallway in the middle. Yeah. An H. H. It's a building structure or or a prison, you know? I I literally was about to say prison, but I was like, I don't want to insult your school. No, no. Probably the closest thing to one. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, converted someone. <laughs> right. <laughs> Will become one. Um, what's another name? Oh, have you ever met like a summer or an April? We were talking about these summer months recently. Summer I have. They're always also just like they're chaotic. The chaos. Chaos. I think people with names that are months, they only feel like they prosper during that one month. The rest of the year? They're just not themselves. They're hibernating. They're not themselves. <laughs> um. Okay, so let's say I have people over. <laughs> let's say I have people at my house. There's a bunch of them. You know, there's... What do they call it? Libations? When there's, like, yeah. light food and drink? Yeah. There's light fair. Light fair. F-A-I-R-E, by the way. Fair. Light fair, right? That's the right pronunciation. (coughs) F-A-R-E. I think it's (coughs) F-A-I-R-E. Not sure, though. Please confirm. In the meantime, when you're at someone's house that you know, in mixed company, mixed beverages, some people drinking, some people staying sobs. If it's the party host's refrigerator. F-A-R-E. Wow. Yeah. What does F-A-I-R-E mean? Nothing. Oh, it's uh, like just old English. (laughs) The fair. The fair. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Light fair. Okay, F-A-R-E. yeah. So there's light fair. There's persons at your house. You can't be the person to take the last of a single type of beverage. So if you're looking in a cooler, again, I said mixed crowd. It could be a barbecue. 
and there's like a cooler full of Coronas and like four Coca-Colas, one Diet Coke and one Heineken. You can't take the Diet Coke or the Heineken. Someone could be saving that. You can't take the last of a single beverage, especially a cooler might be exception. A fridge. I think a, per, a private fridge in your home is in a on kitchen. A, in a, a kitchen, kitchen fridge. I think is unacceptable. I also think it depends on your level of proximity, your relationship your degree to the homeowner. Of closeness. If okay. you're like the homie, <clears throat> you probably know where the backup stash is, anyways. Right. If this is the first time you're in my home, mm -hmm. back the fuck up from the fridge. Literally. Why are you touching any of my belongings? Why are you in my fridge? Why are you in my house? Why are you <laughs> asking me for my Yerba Mate bottle that is unopened that yeah. I bought one off? Like, can I have this random cold brew latte that you have in a can that clearly looks like it's like $7? Right. That you've been obviously waiting to grab and go. <laughs> I also think it applies at a barbecue. Don't take like, especially because I'm not a drinker, but if I brought yeah. a six pack of a certain type of drink to an yeah. event and I knew that's what I drank, like maybe I'm picky or maybe I don't like whatever else is well, there. If I bring, for example, like a six pack of LaCroix or eight pack, whatever, and and I'm seeing like people who are just drinking them. It's annoying. It is annoying. Because I'm like, you should have brought this. Yes. I The cooler was for it to stay cool. Yep. It wasn't like, oh, I'm just providing for everybody. Mm-hmm. It can easily Especially become Especially when that. you see a whole case that's available elsewhere. Yeah. The rule is if there's a single flavor yeah. or beverage, don't be the one to take it. Don't be the one to ask for it. It's just, yeah. you know, because it also puts the host in an uncomfortable position. It's because just bad etiquette. A good host will never say no. Yeah, you're not going to be like, can I have this $7 latte? And I'll be like, actually, I've been saving that. Exactly. But also, like, why are you inconvenient? Like, just shut the fuck up. Take a glass. Ask where the glass is. Ask if you have any water. All right crazy yeah it's the it's the 80 20 rule as uh mark calls it yeah exactly you can't, mark says that you can't be grabbing any of the first 20 percent of an item or the last 20 percent so you got to be somewhere within that 60 percent range in the center to participate and munch and chill but what i'm confused about is that mark also said we couldn't meet his wife and we did so so what are his rules good for <laughs> so in conclusion we do what we want so maybe we like should that. be taking the last seltzer. I, maybe we should be reevaluating the situation as new wave feminism. She spoke up for herself. I don't want it to happen for me, but I'm happy to do it to you. Okay. I like that. Isn't that Girl talks. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the voice memo thing. Don't you ever leave me a voice note. However, I will leave you a voice note whenever I want. Girl tax. Girl tax. I can't pick up this lighter. I have to do it with my toes. <laughs> Thank you. I don't want your fucking toe lighter. <laughs> you just touched it, so. Um, but yeah, that was absolutely outrageous. But I think 
I truly think that it is the sign of a larger issue at hand. Mm -hmm. And I think the issue is the girls are sad. There are so many sad girls right now. The girls are sad. And by the girls, we mean everybody. Yeah. Friends, pop culture, all the girls, all of them. They're. They could be girls or not even girls. <laughs> We're all girls. Everyone's by the way. girls. Anyone listening, you're it, one of you're the girls. girls. You're one of the girls, whether um, you asked to be here or not. I mean, you asked to be here <laughs> if you pressed play. <coughs> Girl dinner. Girl dinner. But <laughs> <laughs> clearly, the girls are not having enough dinner. <laughs> the girls are not having a good time. And they're really sad. They want to get off this ride. I just like don't understand how if the Selena Gomez's of the world and the Ariana Grande's of the world are sad how the fuck are we supposed to be happy i know and you also said rosalia rosalia see, newly sad single girl. taylor swift clearly the og sad Born girl sad. like lana del rey working at waffle house like sad girl well summertime sadness weight trash um yeah the girls are not doing well. They're not doing great. And but we're praying for the girlies. Um and But I think it needs to be addressed. There's like a Yeah. An a sad girl era there's happening. There's a sad girl era happening. Sad and girl summer. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm ready for Funny Girl Fall. Funny Girl Fall. And we said we were gonna channel Feral Girl Summer, and I feel like we did not. I feel like, oh, I feel like we're doing it. We're feral in some ways, but in others, we're just sad. Yeah, I think you could. I don't think <laughs> feral and sad are mutually exclusive. Yeah, but I want feral and happy. Mm, that would be nice. So in L.A., I noticed that for events. Yeah. Like you guys don't just text people and be like, come by or I'm having a birthday party or a get together or an event. You send out a party full link. So, okay, here is how you have to ensure that your friends show up to your house in Los Angeles. Okay. You have to at least message them or contact them 14 days in advance. Two weeks. We're going two weeks. Two weeks. With just first, it starts with like an initial save the date text. Like, okay. oh, I'm thinking of having this thing. And is this through Partyful or no. is this just a text you this send? This is just text or DM. I think I'm going to have this thing. Are you even in town? Then you start building initial list. Then you build Partyful. Then you send the Partyful out maybe like 10 to 7 days out. Okay. And then three days before you reconfirm. Partyful is like, for people who don't know, it's kind of like Eventbrite. Yeah, right? except it's like you can just use it for your friends and your parties. Mm -hmm. And it's what's kind of cool about it, whatever, is that you can text people through it. And okay. so then three days before you send a reminder thing, like this event is coming up. And then the day before you send a text, this event is coming up. And that text has to include the address and the time. And then usually the thing will like send a text like two hours before. So are we thinking that people in L.A. like this because they don't have to be annoying with their follow up to be like, by the way, this is still going on. Exactly. We'll see you in two days. No pressure or anything. So it takes like the pressure off of being the annoying follow upper. Yeah, because I think that in L.A., in order for people to show up to your stuff, like you need to be doing this amount of follow up and checking in because... I feel like people and especially like in the creative space, whatever, they're honestly just like 
tallying up all the events mm-hmm. and then like seeing which one will like be most beneficial to them and like ranking them and like you basing like, on which one to figure out to go to exactly and it's like oh you gotta like make sure you do the follow-up or you're gonna get bumped off yeah because they're gonna forget that it's happening exactly because like in between you sending the message maybe this person received like four other invitations Wow. And also because I feel like people in LA like don't leave their houses really unless they will gain something out of it kind of. And Clout so wise. yeah, like you gotta you gotta follow up. And so it's fine. I've embraced it. I do the particle, whatever. I like that. But it definitely gives like a level of intensity. Do you think I should bring the party full to New York? No, I honestly I miss the good old like I'm just pulling it's so funny here because I feel like in New York, it's like, I'm just like, oh, I'm in your neighborhood. Like, I'm going to come up and smoke real quick, whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's hang out. And here it's like, come at XYZ time. We are going to be consuming cannabis in my living room. Yeah, that's so true. It's <laughs> like, very formal. And it I'm tells just you like, exactly Yo, where, what, when. So you don't have to be like, what do I wear? What's the vibe? It's kind of almost like the OG Facebook invite, though. Facebook Truly, event invite. It really is. Because it does show you who's coming. So you don't have to be like, well, who else is coming? You could literally see who is coming, who can't come, why they can't come, everything. It's dope. I might bring it to New York in a very casual fashion. You know those friends that you could do chores with? Yeah. Chore friends. Errand friends. Errand friends. For sure. To-do list friends. And not to be confused with the to-do list friend that's somebody you pencil in because you have to. Yeah. A to-do list friend meaning somebody you tackle your to-do list with. Um. So I think that that's a very sacred relationship. And yeah. I think we should talk about what constitutes an errand friend and what does not. What does not. What yeah. does not. So I think for errand friends, some of my best friends, I love to do two things with. Number one, laundry. Yeah. Because I just feel like it makes it so much more exciting. Mm -hmm. It's such a boring, daunting task, especially in New York when you have to go to the laundry. Yeah. So if it's like someone who lives in your neighborhood and you guys could just be like, yeah, I'll meet you there. Or someone who's driving, they'll be like, I'll drive my laundry over to my laundry, too, Mm -hmm. at the same time. Makes it so much less daunting. Secondly, I would say friends who want to go to the grocery store. Yes. And I think it's fun because it makes a whole thing out of it. Like, yeah. you can talk about things that they buy and be like, oh, what do you do that? Well, I've been making this salad and I've been putting these hemp parts in it and it's changed the game. It gives you insight into new things you maybe wouldn't have done otherwise. Yeah. And it's also a way to get out of the house when you're at your lowest depression points. Because you're seeing friends and having interaction and also... With bad mental health, a lot of things make you backtrack a lot. Yeah. So like you're like, oh, my God, I haven't done laundry in like three weeks and it's piling up and I need to get it done. Errand friends really could be helpful there. Be like, do you need to do your laundry? I also need to do yeah, mine. Agreed. You know, I like that. So even like you got to pay some bills and do some stuff online, call your credit card company and dispute something, whatever it is. An errand friend would be the perfect friend to call and be like. <laughs> You want to meet up with me, bring your laptop to the coffee shop with me and get through our to-do list. But I feel like the errand friend needs to be, there's like a level of proximity that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like in Los Angeles, people 
confuse convenience with proximity totally and it's like i don't know you like that and i actually don't want to be doing errands with you and you just need a ride yes a lot of it is needing a ride i get how that can happen especially because i'm like i want to have errand friends and i know i can't contribute to the driving if that has to happen with errand friends in general too because i don't drive so i like to provide in other ways as much as i can want to provide the weed or provide like some other service of some kind but i feel like coworkers sometimes like we're business partners yeah but like coworkers, like i've had people that i was like working on a shoot with or yep. something you know and it's like you smoke a little after and like you're a little friendly but it's like why are we suddenly like in the valley yeah picking up some like yeah picking up a mic for but like for how, what like how what? did i get roped into becoming your errand friend when we met like maybe an hour ago yes or like two hours ago and errand friends are particularly popular in cities like new york and la where um people are coming from somewhere else yeah. and are maybe like chasing after like a dream of some kind and they're just like okay like i have to make sacrifices to do this i have to be friends with people i'm not necessarily trying to i don't see in my immediate future yeah i just need to get this job done to get you people who use you for a means to an end exactly should not be considered an errand friend because true errand friends are like soul sisters it's like people you can trust that you're autonomously doing your own things like Alyssa, for example, will come here in the studio and we'll just like literally like run through like I need to answer this email. I need yeah. to like do this bullshit. I need to pay my car insurance. Yep. Like, but it's not Our like friend. Exactly. I don't feel like you're about to like steal my ideas that I'm going to tell you. Exactly. I couldn't agree more um Aaron friends keep that for the sacred you got to think like th- this is the person who's literally going to be with you while you wash your dirty underwear at the laundromat like who do you want there for that someone you barely know or one of your best friends for life that like you know you couldn't that you think is like a sister exactly you know, I'd prefer to have my Aaron friend be one of my closest friends I agree and I find the most joy out of that however however I do think it's important to do things other than errands with your errand friends, especially since they are such integral parts of like our happiness and keeping our day to day movement going. Probably somebody you trust and like tell things to when you're going through it. Um, You need to, as an errand friend, sometimes plan something a little bit nicer for you guys to enjoy. Or, like, something nice to do. Make it a little bit special. Yeah, it's, like, go get Kazunori after your errands. Exactly. Or, like, or, or good be like, after your errands. Exactly. Like, okay, you know what? We did, we did errands the past, like, six times we hung out. Maybe we should go to a nice dinner. Or yeah. maybe we could go, like, to the beach or change things up. Um, so that you're really, like, making sure your friends are all happy. I agree. Check in on your errand friend is the moral of the story. Exactly. Because sometimes the errand is checking in on your friend. It it really can be. It can be. And on that beautiful, beautiful note. It is. um, This has been an incredible episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And don't forget to like, subscribe, share, send to your mom, send to your grandma, send to your dad, send to all the people. Just don't send it to my parents. (laughs) And (laughs) you can follow us at Not For Nothing Pod. You can follow me at Natasha PRZ or Pussyweed. And where can they follow you? They can find me at How Can I Help You.
We will see you next Tuesday. Bye.